0: what is going on everybody welcome into Anti up i'm howard bender with me of course adam ronis uh oh baby adam ronis the brooklyn nets james harden he comes back and what's going on here the team still can't hit a shot
1: yeah it's a terrible start it's late in the first half bucks up 49 33 brooklyn is shooting 29 percent from the field uh, James Harden is not 100%, which we knew, and he's just not himself. He's 0-4 from the field, all on three-point shots. He hasn't scored three rebounds, two assists. His timing is off. You know, There were some passes on the fast break. He overthrew guys, and the Nets are really not getting much uh, you know, off the, the rest of the team. Uh, at one point, it was only Ke- Kevin Durant and Jeff Green who scored. So they're going to need Joe Harris to step up. Uh, he's only one for six from the field. Uh, Jeff Green has 15 to lead the Nets. Durant has 14, but they're actually kind of fortunate. They're only down 14 because they have played awful basketball and it's crazy. Uh, They just the offense has been way down Uh, and it's the, the line shifted in this game, too, because when we recorded yesterday, James Harden was ruled out. Then earlier today, meaning on Tuesday, he was upgraded to doubtful. Then he was upgraded to questionable. And then we found out about an hour before the game tipped off that he was going to play. But I think we all know that he's not 100%. And, you know, they're big three for Milwaukee off to a good start. Giannis has 13, Middleton 11, Drew Holiday has 10, even though uh, Giannis and Holiday have two fouls each. But yeah, just Brooklyn is just cannot hit a shot at all. Um, and they're going to, they're still in this game, you know, 14 points with their offense. It's not a huge deficit, but their shooting right now is abysmal. They just look like, oh, and Drew Holiday just picked up a third foul. That is big, not only for his defense, but his offense. So maybe uh, NBA said,
0: hey, let's get some fouls. We need the Nets to come back. (laughs) (laughs) That would be ridiculous. That would be absolutely insane. Um, Yeah, listen, I mean, I feel like Milwaukee smells blood in the water. Um, which is why they came out so hot. But also, I mean, listen, y- yeah, you said it hardens not a hundred percent right now. Um, and you know, you've you've tried to tailor the game plan around a guy who's not at a hundred percent. And I don't know, that maybe maybe they would have been better off if he didn't play. I don't know. I mean, you know, cause you know what I don't know, it's 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 weird. I mean, maybe I just I don't I just don't know basketball as well, but you know, this isn't like you know, Julio Jones is you know banged up, and you know he's still going to play because he's a uh, he's a decoy. Like Harden's not a decoy. You don't have you don't have the opportunity to have a decoy. He's either in it or he's not in it, and, uh, and I think that's a that's that's a bad thing for them if he's you know if he's really not at a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I mean this goes back to something I've brought up many times. People will say, "Oh man, that guy's not tough. How could he not be out there?" And then so if he sat out, you are like, oh, how can the guy sit out, man? It's the playoffs. Then if he s- plays and he's not 100 percent, well, why did not you just sit? Why? You're not 100 percent. So why are you out there for? So it's that argument. It's like the the athlete can never win, you know, right. so uh, I give him credit for trying to be out there. I mean, I don't know what percent he's at. But if you watch James Harden at all this year, James Harden is not going to play. With 4-12 left in the first half and have no points. And not get to the free throw line? I mean, that guy drives to the basket with ease. So you know he's not 100%. And it's not an excuse. It's a fact. I mean, James Harden has put up monster numbers this year. And he hasn't scored. And all four of his shots are three-point shots? Come on, man. The guy's one of the best players at driving to the basket and drawing fouls. And he's not doing it. So that's all the indication you need. Uh, So he's trying. Trying to be out there. We'll see. Maybe the second half helps a little bit, but he's clearly not 100%. And, you know, if the Nets are going to win, they need other guys to step up. You know, I thought Joe Harris would be, you know, one of the players they rely on. He's one of six with three points. I mean, Jeff Green's getting it done, coming off the bench with 15 points. That's it. No one else on the bench has scored. So basically, the Nets have had four guys score tonight with 4:12 left in the first half. That's it. Uh, and you, you can't have that when you got Kyrie Irving out and he's been ruled out for the series. He's not coming back against the bucks. If it extends to seven and you need other players to step up and they just don't have it right now.
0: All right. Well, there you have it. We'll see what happens by the end of this game. Uh, you know, we will talk, we'll chat tomorrow, more Brooklyn nets. Uh, in the meantime, let's, uh, Let's lay down some best bets. We're just a quickie pod today. Um, Adam's got a show later. I've got a show right after this. I just came off of another pod and a show. Um, so we apologize, but we're gonna jam in some killer content uh for you. So uh before we do that, as always, love to give that shout out to uh to our sponsor. Uh or just you know who's paying the bills for us and keeping the lights on. Uh so here's that. All right, Adam, nice and quick here. Uh well, I mean, no, it doesn't have to be like lickety split two seconds, but uh, number one, I want to talk, uh, let's finish basketball here, uh, with uh with the action uh on Wednesday and, and throw down some leans here as far as uh uh the point spread and the totals go uh in these ones. So we'll start off with the early game, which is Hawks at Sixers. Um Sixers are favored by six points in this one uh, over unders two twenty uh, Sixers are a, a bigger, big, big money line favorite at minus two forty uh, for this one here. Is this where, uh, is this where the process puts his stamp on the playoffs and does away with Atlanta? I would think so. I just
1: you know, I don't he didn't look that good in the last game and he did leave to the locker room briefly. And I think that's the one thing with Philly. That is a problem is, you know, can be get through these playoffs healthy? Because he is dealing with the meniscus tear in his knee. He did have 21 rebounds, but he was shot 4 of 20 from the field. and He was 0 for 12 in the second half. And he missed a layup that we expect him to make late. And he just said he could not get up. He couldn't elevate off the, off the knee. So a little bit of a concern, but I think Philadelphia just gave that game away. Atlanta shot 36% from the field and lost. So it's not like, oh, Atlanta did all these amazing things. I just think that, uh, you know, Philly gave it away. They were in control of it. So uh, I think at home, I think you'll see Philly bounce back. Um, So I lean towards them covering the line.
0: Okay. Beautiful. Lean towards uh, Sixers covering the six points. Uh, The over under 224. Uh, Probably on the under. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, that's the lean in that one. Let's uh let's go back to uh <clears throat> Utah against the Clippers. I'm so bummed the Clippers won that last game. Right? When did I, when all of a sudden did I become a, a big Utah Jazz fan, Adam? When the hell did that happen?
1: Uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I think it's uh, more about a just a hatred for L.A. Maybe that's what it is. Could you know, be. They, could be. They, they they tank so that they don't face the Lakers. Um, you know, I didn't want them to win that first series, so yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's my hatred for LA. Uh, but the Jazz—they're a two and a half point favorite in this one. They are the money line favorite at minus one forty three. Uh, all of these, by the way, these spreads and 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 money lines and stuff like that—it's all from uh, DK Sportsbook. That's what I'm looking at right now. Uh, over under two twenty two. Break it down for me. Utah hosting the Clippers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple of things we need to wait on here. Is Mike Conley going to play? He has missed the first four games of this series. He is listed as questionable with a hamstring injury. And I think they need him back to win this series because Donovan Mitchell is being asked to do a lot right now. He's clearly getting it done offensively, but he was nine for 26 in the last game. And, you know, he's trying to distribute the basketball. You bring Mike Conley back, he can set up his teammates. He can get guys to open three. We know the jazz played better at home. I'm not surprised they went into LA and lost both. I figured from the beginning, this was going to be a seven game series and it was going to be a really tight battle. Uh, so I think the jazz will play better at home. And the other thing to keep an eye on is Kawhi Leonard and his knee. He left with about three minutes left and he said he was fine when they did the post game interview, but um, you know, the game got a little bit close because the jazz were down big and they came back Um so they probably were just cautious. But when they interviewed him on TNT after the game, he said, no, I'm good. That was it. But I don't know. Uh, I want to see if uh, he – I guess he's going to play, but I may, they might be downplaying it. So I think that's something to keep an eye on. Again, Utah's way better at home. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, the Clippers have figured things out. They were dominant the last two games. The Jazz struggled. Really, the Jazz had a bad first quarter. They scored 13 points. I think LA scored 30. And then they started to hit their threes again. They're very reliant on a three. And Jordan Clarkson did not play well in L.A. He played very well at home in the first two games. And it happens with those type of players. They play better at home. So my lean is the jazz two and a half right now. But I want to see if Conley is going to play. I want to see what the reports are on Kawhi Leonard. And uh, I lean towards the over. Um, That game just went under. I think it was under 223 and a half was the line the other day. And I think it finished at two twenty two and uh, there were no points scored in the last minute. So if you had the over, that was a tough beat. if you had the under. I mean, the under looked like the best the bit better play all night. It looked like that game was going uh, under. i think I think it closed at two twenty two and a half, I think, and it finished at two twenty two. Okay. And there were no no points in the final minute of the game.
0: No points, fi- no points in the final. No points in the final minute. The final minute. That's that's the whole basketball game, Adam. What do you oh, mean? Oh yeah, no trust, points in the final minute. Trust me, I I had an under in the
1: Denver Portland series. I think, and they scored 21 points in the last 43 seconds to uh, ruin it for me. So, yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> But yeah, I think the Utah Clippers is going seven. Um, I, it's It's been a good series. I know the Clippers have looked really good in games three and four, but Utah going back home, I think, will help. And uh, again, if they can get Mike Conley back. But it's kind of similar to James Harden. Like, how is he going to be? Now, he did play in the first round, but Conley, I think, has hurt this three times this year. Earlier this year, he missed time. Then he missed basically like the final month. And then he hurt it again against Memphis. So... That's the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, he might play, but how effective is he going to be? All right.
0: All right. Well, there you go. So uh, some leans here for the action. Uh, you can actually, you know, so, uh, so Philly minus six and you like the under on the two twenty four. Uh jazz minus two and a half. You're still waiting on some health issues with Conley uh, leaning on the over. Uh, 222. Be sure to check out all of Adam's stuff over at wageralarm.com because you'll get his final say then. This is just uh, good to listen to him talk through the process and and kind of figure out where he's leaning. But wageralarm.com, that's uh, that's where you want to go for that. Uh, Adam, before I jump ship here, um, I, I gotta ask you, dude. This whole all right, so MLB, they're doing the whole substance crackdown. All right, Monday, June 21st, that's it. Rosin bags are allowed. Periodic spot checking. The umpires don't have to wait for a request. They can do it on their own. 10-game suspension if you're caught. Longer suspensions for repeat offenders. And clubs will not be allowed to replace suspended players on the roster. So even if he's suspended, he still counts against your 25-man roster. Um, and that's actually that's a big deal. Um the comments from tyler glass now today uh basically complaining about the whole thing and then basically blaming his uh his partially torn ucl on uh, on mlb's substance crackdown uh you know to sum it up he said uh i i was cheating and then mlb said i wasn't allowed to cheat anymore and that caused me to Uh, not cheat and hurt myself. And that's why my UCL is partially torn now. Uh, And so you guys have ruined my chance at a Cy Young and everything like that. Like the whole injury really bums me out, but I have a hard time with him turning around and blaming MLB for a partially torn UCL.
1: Well, he said he used what Rosin and sunscreen, right? Yes. He didn't say he used the spider stuff, right?
0: No, no, no. It's it's sunscreen for him. But again, sunscreen is uh, is is a substance they were complaining about when they confiscated. um, Well, who is it? Was it Giovanni Gallegos where they confiscated his hat because of the sunscreen?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I don't know, man, what baseball is doing. It's just crazy with everything. Like, why are they why are all of a sudden they're doing this now? Um, It feels like they're Trying to ruin pitchers, this whole uh, CBA upcoming seems like it's an issue. I saw Bauer do something today where he's like, this is only rosin and sweat and the ball was sticking. So he's like, oh, so it's not illegal. I can do this. Right. So I don't know, man. And remember, a lot of the hitters are like, we don't mind if pitchers use something because we want them to control the baseball. We don't want to get hit in the head. I mean, look at Kevin Pillar. <laughs> you don't want that shit. Right. Yeah. So I don't know, man. This whole thing is just crazy. Uh, baseball always finds a way to do some get in the headlines for negative things
0: that's baseball right there <laughs> i don't even have to give you that's baseball susan but this is it this is baseball now there's always something I mean, there's always something going on here but i mean it's it, like baseball is treating the spider tack thing like har- not harsher than steroids but Treating it basically is the same thing. You're cheating the game. That's what they're saying. You're cheating the game by doing this. Um, and, uh, you know, listen, uh, going from uh, ignoring and turning a blind eye to steroids for so many years, um, going the entire opposite direction here with um, with, with fighting against the uh, the foreign substances here. Uh, again, Rob Manfred, I, I, I don't think this fucking dude knows his ass from his elbow. I really don't. Could very well go down as the worst commissioner in the history of baseball. And we've had some shitty commissioners before.
1: Yeah, I mean, nothing has done, gone well under him, it feels. And it's just baseball has so many good young stars now. And we don't hear about it because it's always some bullshit. And this is the latest one. Now, this is going to grab the headlines. Oh, now this guy's gonna look. It it obviously helps some guys receiving the spin rates, but I don't think all these guys are gonna just turn to garbage.
0: No, no, I think uh, I think they're gonna struggle, and then I I think things will kind of normalize. You know, it's like that whole you know, it's that whole sense of panic. You know, when you see Cole get beaten up a little bit, you know, then when you see Bieber. Uh, getting beaten up and everybody starts talking, spin rate, spin rate, spin rate. Um, it'll just, I think it, it's just going to settle down a little bit more, but I, I That's don't know. Infor-
1: it's it's unfortunate because some guys are going to get judged. I mean, we went through in the PDs, remember? Oh, Nelson Cruz's PDs is going to be terrible. Oh, he's been pretty good since then. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's been Okay
1: what Patrick, Patrick Corbin stopped using it. And now he's great. Eight innings, six hits a run, a walk in seven
0: case tonight. So what is that? (laughs) Well, again, that's the thing. I think it just, I I think the the crackdown is one thing, but I, I, I don't think it's going to cause more injuries. I don't think, you know, by, by not using it. And I think everybody's just freaking out and overreacting at this point. So, you know, I, I get it. Pitchers are uncomfortable with it, but you know. It's crazy, dude. It really is just yet another depressing thing about baseball to me. That's, that's what it comes down to yet another um, kind of an issue. And to handle it mid season now is also, you know, that's like somebody changing the the, the rules in, in the middle of the fantasy season on you.
1: Well, the good thing is they get suspended with pay,
0: right? Yeah. There, there you go. Suspended with pay. <laughs>
1: Some right. guys to be like, you know, let's go to TVA. You know, my shoulders a little sore. Like, you know what? Just go use some spider tech. You'll get caught, and then you know you'll get suspended without pay, and it'll give you a little bit of a rest for ten days.
0: That is true. There you go, there you- Adam. I don't know why you're not managing a baseball team right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe I could turn your Yankees around.
0: Ah, oh, dude, come on. No, man. but dude,
1: a-, a lot of Yankee fans are really disgusted with this team and think it's not going to turn around. Are you one
0: of them? I'm I mean, I, I hate what's going on right now, but I've got belief that uh that they can turn it around. They just, you know. I didn't realize this.
1: I do have them in a DC, but I was looking at some stats today. I could not believe that Glaber Torres has three home runs this year.
0: Yeah, that's that's a, I I don't that's one that I just don't understand. Like th- that was just that's a crazy drop off. Like crazy drop off. I mean, I just you know, I think what what needs to happen right now for for this team is um, they need a shakeup. They need a they need a shakeup trade is really what it comes down to. Like you got to bring somebody else in here to just change the whole the whole vibe. And if that means you know you're, you're turning around, you're telling others other players just you know piss off, you're done. Well, then that's that's the way it is. But you know, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll sit there and you know. If, if you want to bench Torres until he starts hitting better, I'm, I'm not against that. I'm not a, averse to it. But I, you know, I'm tired of, you know, Anduhar and, and, and Ursula and Brett Gardner, I'm done with. Um, you can keep Gary Sanchez. I, I, I don't need that power. I'd rather have just a, a strong defensive catcher in there. But, I mean, you know, am I like disgusted by this team? No, I'm not disgusted. You know, I saw the Yankees in the 80s. That was fucking disgusting.
1: Okay. No, I, I, several Yankee fans I know are feel like this team's not going to go anywhere this year.
0: It's very possible that they don't. I mean, listen, uh, Toronto, Tampa, and with the I way know. Boston's hitting.
1: Yeah. And think about it. Only three of those teams get in, possibly. And, You'd have to play in the wild card game if you don't win yeah. the division and you got Houston and Oakland. So yeah, it's going to be tough. That's why, you know, you don't want to see an extended slump because at some point, but look, I mean, we've seen the Yankees do this before, but I think the sense I'm getting from the Yankee fans is like, I've seen a good portion of the season and, and they feel like it just is not going to turn around this year.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, <laughs> All I tell you know that's what they said when when the team was like five and ten or something like that and everybody was like freaking out about it. I, you go on a hot streak, you have a hot month, you turn things around. But yeah, I mean, this is the, what they need to do is Cashman just needs to change the mojo here. That's really what needs to happen, and a, and a trade. I think that's just uh, that's the way they're going to do it. Bring me Cedric Mullins and Mitch Hanniger.
1: Well. Hanniger's hurt right now, but oh, I uh, see your point.
0: Well, then he'll fit right in. <laughs> he'll and fit all the He'll fit mats. right in. So, all right. Well, now I'm off to do Colton and the Wolfman. <laughs> so, uh, Adam, as always, an absolute pleasure. Thank you for uh, for for tolerating me, uh, and uh, I'm sorry if I'm cutting this short on you. But you know what? You can go watch your basketball game, man. I think you'll be happy, right? yeah if the nets can shoot better ah there you go well that's basketball adam that's right susan (laughs) that's right susan all right folks we'll be back tomorrow i promise you with a longer podcast Uh, appreciate you tuning in like and subscribing all that stuff for adam Ronis, i'm howard bender this has been anti up and we'll catch you next time